Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studio, it's time for the GNFCC 400 Insider. Connect, build, and grow with the Greater North Fulton Chamber of Commerce. Hello and welcome to the GNFCC 400 Insider, the monthly radio show and podcast presented by the Greater North Fulton Chamber. I'm Callie Boatwright, President and CEO of the Chamber, and today we're excited to hear from Keith Parker, President and Chief Executive Officer of Goodwill of North Georgia. Goodwill is one of the largest retail and nonprofit organizations in the Southeast, spanning a 45-county territory, operating 67 stores, 52 attended donation centers, and 13 career centers. Prior to transitioning into his leadership role at Goodwill, Keith served as CEO of the largest transit system uh, in many cities, including San Antonio, Charlotte, and most recently here in Atlanta. Parker's five-year leadership of MARTA won widespread acclaim. He helped transform one of the most beleaguered transit agencies in the nation with huge budget deficits and major public image issues to a fiscally sound award-winning organization. Parker's leadership established MARTA as an important player in Georgia's economic development efforts, helping to attract and retain major employers. Keith, we're glad to have you here with us today. Thrilled to be with you. Wonderful. Well, you have a very long history of service to nonprofits, charitable, corporate boards. Um, I know you're, you're active in many organizations. You sit on the board of our Chamber of Commerce, as well as the Georgia Chamber, Rotary Club, um, Learn for Life, the CVB, and I'm sure countless others. So I'd love for you just to start off with a little bit about yourself and your background, and then what's inspired you to end with Goodwill here in, in North Georgia. What? Well, don't know if it's going to be the end. Uh, That's a good point. Me. That's a good point. Uh, end up here now. A great place to be. <laughs> um, I've, I've had a really neat uh, history, and I like to tell it with the, the little factoid. When people ask you, what's a little known fact uh, about yourself? I tell them, well, my oldest daughter is 22 years old and was born in Washington State. Uh, my younger daughter was born 18 years ago in Charlotte. My son was born nine years ago in San Antonio. So we moved to Atlanta soon after he was born. And my wife made a point to say, hey, look, if you're having another one, it will be with your next wife. Nice. Yes. Nice. So, <laughs> so I end up here uh, nine years ago, a little more than nine years ago, uh, running MARTA. Uh, but after having some uh, success there, decided it was time to do something new, something a little different. And from the time I arrived here in Atlanta, the thing that stood out to me as the most pernicious problem facing Metro Atlanta is that this uh, region is, by accounts that are being done by the National Labor Relations Board and other groups, it's the worst place in the country in which to be born if you're born poor, uh, if you want to move into middle class and above. That if you're born in certain zip codes, certain neighborhoods, there is a 96% chance that you will be born into poverty, live your life in poverty, and die in poverty, um, and die literally a, a decade or so more than people who are living in more affluent areas. Uh, so you live a tough life and you live a shorter life if, you're, if you happen to be born poor in these areas. Uh, and so Goodwill of North Georgia, our mission for 97 years has been to put people to work. And as we know, there's nothing more impactful to moving people out of poverty than to move people from 
unemployment into employment, and we actually have taken it and, and raised it a notch uh, with what we call the ABC approach of a job, a better job, and a career. So in the time that I've been CEO, uh, which is now close to five years, it's, uh, it'll be five years in October, we've helped almost 100,000 people find jobs. And we've helped almost 36, over 36,000 families move out of poverty. So we think we're having a meaningful impact. And, and that's why uh, the work of Goodwill is so fulfilling, so refreshing. It's because we know we're helping, in many cases, people with major barriers to employment and to success in life, mm-hmm. to find those successes and find a just better path forward. That's amazing. The numbers, 100,000 people to, to find a job and, and uh, you know, 36,000 to come out of that poverty and, and move into a, another bracket, if you will. That's incredible. I mean, by any measure, 36%, right, is is incredible. So kudos to you and, of course, to your team at Goodwill of North Georgia. Um, and I'm going to go back prior to that five years. You had so much success in leading transit in the several cities that we just discussed. Um, and I have to ask, so are your kids named for those cities? Because that would be even more interesting. <laughs> no, they're not. Okay, they're, good. Uh, That's probably best. <laughs> very traditional names. And, okay. And the last one is Keith too. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Well, I just, I didn't know, if, you know, we were going to, it was going to be Antonio for San Antonio. So I had to ask. Um, okay. So you were in the cities, uh, leading obviously transit in those cities and then came here specifically to work with Marta here in Atlanta. Um, including those cities, you've, you've received so many awards, uh, nation's outstanding public transportation manager by the American public transportation association, Metro magazine's 20 most influential people of the decade. In 2016, you were also appointed by president Barack Obama to serve on the national infrastructure advisory council. I mean, you had by all rights, just an incredible career going in transit and you've already expressed your, your drive and, and your mission to, to certainly to come to goodwill. Maybe you could talk a little bit about your transition, um, from transit, uh, where you were doing actually, you know, what makes sense, similar work, getting folks two jobs, right? So part of that, but, um, how, how are they similar and how are they different? Well, they're very similar from the standpoint that is it about service that um, people join the public transit realm because there's something in them where they want to help their fellow man, help families, help communities grow. And transit is often the two that gets people to work, to education, to uh, medical facilities, all the different things that make life uh, more fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on the goodwill side, of course, that nothing is really possible if at least one person in a household is not bringing in a, a decent income. Uh, and, and it's not just money, but we all know that jobs come uh, bring with them a certain level of dignity, mm-hmm. a certain level of status. And if a person, or in, in particularly an entire family, if someone in that house is not proud of the work they're doing and the contribution they're making, it's going to make it tough for the other people in the house to find success. Uh, one of the greatest barriers I know of are, uh, is the barrier of low expectation. And so if you have um, a generation of people who no one in the home has had, has found you know, satisfying, dignified work, then it's going to be tough for the kids who are growing up in that environment. So, so again, we 
we think of it as the key to all success is starting out with a great job. Well, that makes sense. You you talk about um, jobs bringing status, and I think that piece is pride, right? So pride in what you do, pride in, in your job, and certainly the children see that and, and want to emulate it if it's something that that is is um, being shown to to bring pride to to their parents. And so I think that um, that opportunity that you bring, which for me is is what that is, you know, it's hope and opportunity that you give a very specific system and process to be able to to access. Absolutely. And and, and a big part of, of what we do is try to make sure that people are extremely comfortable. So a goodwill of North Georgia, we really pride ourselves in that when a person comes through our doors, and, and it's not easy uh, quite often for folks. In fact, there's a lady who tells a story where she drove around the block three times and then had to take three deep breaths before she finally walked into uh, one of our major facilities uh, because she she felt embarrassed. She felt embarrassed that she needed to come to a goodwill to help uh, to help her find a job. But she said the second she walked in, she looked around and saw all these vibrant colors and a facility that's spotless and looks, you know, like any office that you would be proud to work out of. And then a person who greeted her, greeting her with great levels of respect and dignity and just basically made her feel like she was home and that she felt great about that experience from that first second all the way to the point where we helped her find a job. And she uh, uh, is one of those people who now will go out and just brag about goodwill nonstop because we meet people where they are. We don't, we don't tell people you need to meet our expectations in any way, shape or form. Uh, So you can be a person who just retired from the military and just hasn't had a chance to interview in a long time, but, uh, now wanted to get some interview skills, a little maybe get a little help with your resume, that sort of thing. Uh, or you could be a person who's drug addicted, been on the streets for years, and now ready to turn your life around. Right. Uh, and we will help you no matter where you are. That's where we'll meet you. But the only thing you have to bring to the table, and this is the one thing we don't compromise on, you have to want to work. Yep. We're, we're not trying to get that motivation, but you have to want to work. You do that. We will help you with everything else. I think that's a good trade. You know, you bring drive and we bring opportunity. Um, but it sounds like you've also built a culture of respect um, that allows people to come in and feel like they are respected. And again, in return, would would offer that same respect to to the organization and giving back to it once once they've gone through the process. So that's an amazing thing. And it's no wonder because of that, that Goodwill of North Georgia has been named the number one Goodwill in the nation for helping job seekers secure employment. That story is like a perfect example of why you all have been uh, have received that that kudos. So congratulations. Um, I know our chamber partners with Goodwill on a number of workforce development initiatives in the region. But maybe could you tell our listeners um, a little bit about some of those specific programs and how you put those people to work? Yes. So we've been very fortunate, and we try to uh, really bring forward uh, opportunities for uh, in areas that need them. So we, we actually operate out of 45 different counties here in North Georgia, and every county is a little bit different. So we don't prescribe what job programs we have. We don't walk in the door saying, this is what's going to, this is what uh, uh, we're going to produce. Mm-hmm. Instead, we learn the community, learn what the business needs are of that community, learn what the uh, folks who live there want to uh, train in. 
and, and so we've developed programs to fit the needs of those communities. So everything from, again, the very light touch, as we call it, where someone may have a job interview tomorrow and they're a little bit nervous. And so they come through one of our doors and say, hey, look, can you give me a few pointers on uh, what not to say and what to wear and what things that uh, I should just make sure I emphasize when I'm when I'm trying to sell myself to this employer um, to people who literally need all the wraparound services that we can possibly offer folks who may join a program that takes 10, 12, 14 weeks. And and we can help you find an entry-level job that uh, may be paying eight, nine bucks an hour. Or we can, as we tell you, if you've got the driving commitment, we can get you a $100,000 a year job. So if, uh, for example, in our cybersecurity uh, side of things, if you willing to come in, put in the time and the discipline uh, within about 12, 16 weeks, we can have you a cybersecurity job paying you over $110,000 a year, uh, free of charge to you. Uh, we uh, desperately need more and more people into transportation. Yeah. Uh, and in the transportation realm, again, if you, you don't even have to have a CDL. We will work with you to get to get the uh, CDL, get you all the training you need and so forth. And within a reasonable amount of time, just a few months, we can have you a job, again, paying over $100,000 a year. Uh, and if you have other things that you want to do in hospitality and, and um, the, even the entertainment industry uh, now and a whole host of others, uh, we are offering opportunities for you to reach, again, not just a job, but a better job and onto a career. And the sky is really the limit. Keith, your daughters are, are college age, so we probably shouldn't let that get out because I'm thinking you have a lot of colleges who would be like, wait, hold on. <laughs> I know a lot of uh, students who graduated from you know college programs, I would say four years, but often longer than that, that aren't getting $100,000 for something that you can turn around in, in a couple of three months. And I think it goes back to drive, of course, and to the high level of, of expectation that you have for your team members who are able to train in that amount of time. So again, kudos to you and to Goodwill on the, the good work there. Um, Goodwill also recently received a great grant, $700,000 grant from Invest Atlanta. Invest Atlanta, of course, is the economic development agency for the city of Atlanta. So this was to help provide free job training and certification at the new uh, career center in the city of Atlanta. Maybe tell us a little bit about that training facility and what you've seen there. Yeah, so soon after I took the um, great role as president and CEO of, of, of Goodwill, uh, I did started touring the, the area. And spent a lot of time with different uh, neighborhood associations and political leaders and so forth. And it became very obvious uh, that we had a major hole in our network of stores and career center. And South Atlanta is where that major hole was, that we did not have a career center at all uh, anywhere in the city of Atlanta. And actually have not as many stores as one would uh, would imagine. We typically, we're in lots of areas like John's Creek, we're in... Um, you're all Rome, over, yeah. We're Cornelia, we're we're in Hartswell. I mean, we're just all around, but not a big presence within the city itself. So um, I was challenged uh, that 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 needed to change, and through a great partnership with the folks at Invest Atlanta and some great uh, contributors from a number of different uh, charitable foundations and so forth, we're able to build a brand new career center and store off of Metropolitan Parkway. Mm-hmm that opened just a few months ago, and already we're finding great success. Uh, in fact, even before we opened doors, we had some of our career counselors taking phone calls from people from the neighborhoods and were able to find over 100 people different jobs uh, that uh, that uh, we think would be great fits for them. Uh, now that facility we anticipate will help about 8,000 people per year will be coming through that facility 
uh, utilizing our computers, utilizing the uh, job training coaches and, and a whole host of other things, and the workforce development training itself. Uh, so we have a number of different programs uh, out of that facility. And, and, and again, it's proving to be quite successful. Uh, we, we intentionally moved to that area. We wanted to be on the south side because uh, in the metropolitan area, even before COVID, the unemployment rate was over 40%. Wow. Uh, and some of the highest poverty, some of the highest uh, challenges that uh, that people find themselves in. And we know, again, the fastest way you can begin to turn around a community is through education and couple education with uh, somebody in that house having a good, sustainable job. I'm very surprising to me that there was not uh, access to that in South Atlanta. It's somewhat counterintuitive. So I'm glad to hear that that's up and running and, and being so successful. If you've got 8,000 folks coming through there, I mean, that's, that's incredible. Yes. And so one thing we do pride ourselves on is developing partnerships. And so there are some great community organizations throughout the city of Atlanta, throughout South Atlanta and so forth. And what we will try to do is add the complement of things that, that we do well with some already established wonderful groups. And, and together, I think we'll be able to find uh, some successes and look forward to growing together, you know, different groups working with one another and moving forward. Well, you use the word success, and I am a big proponent of success stories. Who doesn't love a great success story? So I would love it if you would tell us about um, maybe a client that you have a personal story about who came in uh, and left with tools and training and, and has been a, a rock star because of Goodwill. Well, we've had, as I mentioned, we've hit about 100,000 people who we've helped find jobs uh, over the last five years and in just the next few months. And there's a hundred thousand stories that go along with all, each, each one of those folks. A few do stand out. You know, I'll share a couple. Um, there's a, a a young lady who went through our technology career program, and this is a program we developed in uh, collaboration with now Mayor Andre Dickens uh, of the City of Atlanta. Um, he and I were just bouncing around some ideas, and literally thirty minutes later, we came up with the the concept of this technology career program. And six months later, we had our first graduate and uh, the, the person who literally appeared on several of his commercials as uh, as one, as a great success story uh, was a young lady who was working, making nine, $9.50 an hour at a, um, at a job and went through our program. And just literally a few months later was in the $60,000 wow. range. And, uh, and we just have literally hundreds and hundreds of other folks who've gone through that same program who are doing fantastically well themselves. Um, and then another gentleman who had an even closer story to us at Goodwill um, was a, 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 a fellow who had found himself being arrested over and over again, drug addicted, he, by his own definition, own description, uh, very abusive to women. And he uh, finally reached this point where he was coming out jail yet again. And the judge asked him, well, where would you like to go? You know, what can we do to stop this? And he had heard about Goodwill. So he comes to a Goodwill facility and we put him to work and he actually comes to work for us. And he ended up having uh, outstanding attendance, being one of the folks who uh, we could just rely on at extraordinary levels. And we're just thrilled to say that he just retired from us after 18 extraordinary years of service as one of our most import, important and popular team members, married now, uh, completely self-sufficient in, in, in a million different ways. 
and, and, and with all great partnerships, he gave us as much as we gave him. So he's one of those great stories that uh, will res- uh, resonate, I think, for years and years to come. I think the great thing about that story, we're on a radio show, so nobody else can see you, but I, I see you smile when you're telling that story. And I know that it's meaningful, not just to be able to relay it, but also to your heart. So um, I think that that putting a person in the place of the stories is so important. 100,000 is a huge number and it's very exciting, but you know, it's really those stories of those individuals uh, that 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 sort of speak to, to us as humans and clearly to you, because I saw your response to that. Well, I always tell our, our team, people forget statistics, but they remember how you make them feel in great stories. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Um, and we appreciate Goodwill and, and the partnership that we have with you, um, Certainly, uh, we've partnered on a job fair that's coming up um, August 3rd at the Roswell Doubletree. Um, Are there other ways that you can maybe share with me that Goodwill is working specifically up here, specifically in North Fulton, and how the region can best support you, um, any events, where your stores are located? I can give a couple of locations because I donate and I shop there. I have found some of the greatest stuff for for my uh, college-age kids and for me there. I, I think it's a great place to go and and look around and it's a great cause. So we are thrilled about um, the presence we have in North Fulton. Just uh, we have several stores. Uh, I think a couple in Roswell. We were in Johns Creek. We're in Northridge uh, with just a number of different spots um, and, and do really well up here. Really, really well. Um, the thing that uh, I would encourage everyone to continue to do is donate, continue to donate that lightly used suit. Um, you've heard me tell this story before that, um, according to a gentleman's magazine, that if you have not worn a suit in more than a year, there's less than a 2% chance you'll ever wear it again. And so that suit that's gathering dust for you is someone's dream interview, a uniform, or that coffee table that uh, looks unsightly to you and doesn't fit well with uh, in your house anymore is a great starter piece for a kid or a young family who uh, are getting their first apartment and so forth. So one person's thing to discard is another person's treasure. And and that's what uh, we really like to uh, really like to preach. And so the more people can help by donating, please do that. The programs we uh, know that resonate again, well up here is in our hospitality side of things where we prepare people to work in the hospitality industry. We also have some really wonderful programs in healthcare uh, and are partnering with a a few of the different hospitals in providing trained people who are ready to go because as we know there's enormous shortages in in uh, these various areas but there's also a ton of construction going Mm -hmm. on in this area and we have a women in construction program we are providing lots of women who may have been working jobs again every job's a job that you should be proud of and do your very best at but if you want to move from a certain uh, say pay to another that may mean or necessitate a career change or a, a change into something a little bit different. So we work with a number of women, particularly who may have been uh, in a position that they were making nine bucks an hour or so, and then put them in our women in construction program or the uh, welding program, or a whole host of other things that are non-traditional. And suddenly they're making $20 an hour, $30 an hour and above. And that's game changing. That's life changing for your family to uh, more than double your income in a very short period of time at no cost to you. In fact, we pay people 
while they're in our programs. Because we know that if we tell the typical person who's struggling already month to month with, uh, with their responsibilities, they come join this program with us and three months later you get your first paycheck. We know that, does, that that's not a prescription for, for success. So instead what we do is pay them a stipend. It's not a huge stipend at this point, but pay them money they can get by on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually have a partnership with uh, Uber and Lyft to provide their transportation for free. Uh, while they're training with us and even the first few weeks of their new job until they get their first paycheck. Um, so we try to come up with all the things that get in the way from people succeeding so that they can find major, major success. So you name it, we've probably got a program uh, in it to help people, again, reach that a job, better job, and on to the career of their dreams. You get rid of all the barriers so that they can move forward and, and be successful in whatever way they choose. It also dawns on me that when you, of course, move from a, a job where you're making nine to $10 an hour to a job where you're making 60000 that there are numerous benefits that go along with that um, from the perspective of health insurance and, and um, paid holiday pay and, and other things in many cases that obviously is beneficial to a family with children in school and, and trying to be able to, to balance all those things. So I think that it is, it's, it's a culture shift, right? Um, ending for a lot of families, what could have been an, a, a systemic poverty issue over, over time. Absolutely. And we have a number of different, um, helpful areas in helping people deal with financial literacy. Um, oh, of course. Yeah. That's, that's all new too. Absolutely. Cause quite often a person, unfortunately may go from a very low income to a better income, but find themselves in more debt right. uh, and, and even tougher financial situations than then they were making less money. So we try to again, help in any way we can with people finding not just a job, but also all the different things that come with making more money. So uh, we, we, we try to provide financial literacy and financial education components and supplements of where they can go and get that information to make sure that they're using their dollars as best they can. I'm incredibly impressed by you and certainly uh, by Goodwill and the programs that they have going. And um, I would encourage everyone to, to, you know, to donate, to contribute. I'm sure that you will also take donations should someone feel so led to, to do so. Um, and, and to get involved in, in the great things that Goodwill is doing, as you said, in, in 45 different counties all across the state. So an opportunity to really have that local control of knowing that you're keeping your, your assistance local for people in your own community. So I think that's just tremendous. I'm going to, I'm going to shift gears on you a little bit. Um, one personally, I saw a, a video recently uh, that you had had done a little uh, snippet on networking versus relationship building, and many of us in the business world, of course, go to networking events um, and and build relationships with folks as part of that process. Um, two different things, or the same thing, Keith Parker? Tell me what you think. I think they're quite different. Um, networking to me has always implied transactional type relationships, and in transactional relationships, there's often a winner and a loser. Uh, or somebody who says, I beat you, or I took advantage of that person or got the, the edge, versus true relationships and true partnerships, I think both sides come out winning. And that's what we try to do at Goodwill. Um, I, I really stress that, that we have over 5,000 different partnerships that we have in place right now, from multinational corporations like the Home Depots of the world down to little mom-and-pop shops. Uh, and, and all those partnerships, we want I don't want my team to ever come back to me and say, oh, we like took that group to school. We, we really, we really want out. Instead, I want our team to come back saying, 
We provided something great. They got something out of it. We got just as much. Both sides feel really, really good uh, about the uh, relationship. And and I feel that way about business relationships as well as personal, uh, as well as the other pieces that are sort of in the middle, that um, if both sides come into it with the mentality of I'm going to give my fair piece of this. And in fact, I'm willing to give even more than my fair piece of it uh, because I want the, that, that, that partner of mine, that collaborator of mine to do even better than me uh, on this. That's the approach we really try to take uh, because if you're going into a relationship just thinking uh, I'm going to win or I want 50-50, maybe it's not the best place to go to uh, spend your time. So we we really try to espouse that. It's worked wonders for me throughout my career because uh, I've been able to always call back on anybody I've had a relationship with and they typically pick up the phone and uh, because they know that uh, I'm there to help them just as much as uh, they can help me and both sides benefit. Well, and I think that um, radical kindness like that is also contagious. So when we do things that are above what, what the other person expects from us, that they tend to to return that favor and, and pay it forward. And that's what makes the world better. So if we can wax poetic for a moment, wouldn't it be a nice place if everyone felt that way. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's not an SEC game. I understand that's a whole different world, so we won't go there. Um, The other question I wanted to ask you just personally, I know you and I have had the chance to chat about Virginia before. Um, Your commitment to your alma mater, Virginia Commonwealth University, has been notable. Uh, You received the VCU Alumni Star Award in 2015. You had successive appointments to the VCU Board of Visitors um, from uh, two governors, not just one. And then more recently, you were unanimously elected rector and chairman of the VCU Board of, of Visitors. That's pretty impressive for a guy who lives in Georgia. I got to tell you, I think that's amazing. Um, I would love to know, uh, and I love Virginia. I, I had a job where I got to work there, and I think the area is beautiful, Richmond in particular, which you and I have, have discussed before. But um, it's a personal question. How do you balance your career success, which is notable, with your commitment to your family, which we've talked about a little bit today as well, and your volunteer commitments, not just all of the ones that are here in Georgia, but also your commitment to your alma mater, which lives in a different state than you do? Well, being organized, you know, and, and also Zoom has turned out to be wonderful and being able to be in Virginia while I'm sitting here in Georgia, right. <laughs> having a presence in Virginia, but being right here. True. Um, and, you know, uh, when I take on a new assignment, I literally sit down with my assistant and we start plotting through what the, uh, what this is going to look like and make sure that there's still adequate time for me to do all the things that I'm doing well. Um, uh, thankfully, my rectorship at VCU and chairman of the boardship actually ended a little while ago. So that actually freed up quite a bit of time uh, for me. I'll bet still you involved. feel like a free yes, man now, yes, right? Still, still, still involved, but, uh, but, but uh, no longer at that chair level. Right. And, you know, as you get more experienced in this type of thing, you learn to do it more, more uh, time efficiently sure. more, and in a more concise manner. So I think um, what I'll be doing in the future is narrowing that down a little bit. Uh, there's a neat little book called Essentialism that teaches you how to focus in on those handful of, of uh, types of things that you can great, bring the greatest benefit and the greatest value to that also bring the greatest benefit and value to yourself. Uh, and, and so I'll be honing in a bit more of that. 
But um, I have many late nights and uh, lots of weekends. And, and, but everything I do, I really, really enjoy. And nothing, though, beats. Like right now, my son is heavily involved in sports. And now he's, he's nine years old and just started tackle football, as he calls it. Oh, gosh. Yes. So we're, we're in practice every night, uh, six to eight. So that's terrifying. Lots, lots of fun. <laughs> that's wonderful. And I know you're a tremendous father. Um, I personally am, um, am in awe of all of the things that you've been able to accomplish and certainly appreciate the relationship that we've been able to develop and look forward to working with you well into the future. So listeners who are so inspired like I am, how would they find you? What uh, website, social media, where do you hang out where they might be able to access? Well, I always have to cheat on this and look over to my great uh, support system in the, in the name of <laughs> Tia Banks. Tia helps us on our media relations side of things. But we, uh, you can reach us at goodwillng.org. NG stands for North Georgia, so goodwillng.org. Okay. Career connector, careerconnector.org. So if you're actually looking for a job or job training or want to just hear about our different programs or like the uh, career fair you yeah. just mentioned that we're having, you can go to our careerconnector.org site and uh, find out all sorts of information about, again, what uh, about resume building, mm-hmm. uh, job training, and the sorts of things that we um, have coming up in the in the near future. Um, my uh, Instagram page is goodwill is at goodwill underscore ng. Yep. Um, we are also on Twitter. We are also on LinkedIn. So we're, we're, we're all over the place. Great. And we'll post that for everybody as well. I, uh, I just want to really sincerely thank you, Keith. You've, you've been a great guest. I always like hearing about what you and what Goodwill are doing, but, um, the things that you bring that are exciting with your passion for what you do, no matter what it is that you're doing, is truly inspiring. So I really do appreciate that very much. Well, I enjoy our friendship as well and look forward to many, many years of uh, fruitful uh, just interaction. And this is a wonderful part of our region and I think one that uh, has a great future. It must be if we've got uh, so many people focused on the success of North Fulton. So I appreciate that very much. I want to thank my guest, Keith Parker, for joining me today. And I also want to thank our listeners for joining us on the GNFCC 400 Insider presented by the Greater North Fulton Chamber. To listen to this show again or to hear any of our previous episodes, visit GNFCC400insider.com on any of your favorite podcast platforms. And to find out more about our workforce development initiatives or learn more about the Greater North Fulton Chamber events and programs, you can always visit gnfcc.com. Until next time, I'm Callie Boatwright, and this has been the GNFCC 400 Insider on Business Radio X. (laughs) 